0: Today we are diving into a topic that could just transform the way you think about saving and growing your wealth. Picture this, traditional savings account, once seen as the safe haven for your hard-earned money, is actually now barely keeping pace with inflation. But what if I told you there's an alternative, a hidden gem in the world of personal finance that offers safety, inflation protection, and tax advantages all rolled into one. That's right. In this episode, we are unraveling the mysterious world of I-bonds. That's right. In this episode, we are going to go through this investment tool that could be your savings grace. Whether you're saving for emergencies, your child's education, or just planning for retirement, I-bonds might just be the missing piece in your financial puzzle. So, if you're looking to supercharge your savings strategies, stick around and unlock the power of I bonds as I show you how you can use them to take control of your financial future. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror, where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control: ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror and thanks for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing that we can control ourselves here at the financial mirror it is not about the numbers and spreadsheets alone but about transforming and educating you on money so that you can make smarter financial decisions If this is the first time you are joining in don't forget to hit subscribe on youtube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release if you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast if you're on apple Podcasts or spotify leave a five-star review and a written comment as both go a long way in spreading this information with more and more listeners. So last week's episode was all about Nick Saban, Coach Nick Saban, legend from the University of Alabama. And if you want to go learn how to use Saban's success tips, uh, what he taught on the football field, uh, it is it was a good episode to talk about how you can apply those to your personal finance. I didn't, I'm not pushing you over there, but what I did want to say is, man, if you keep up with college football, (laughs) you have seen an unraveling at the university of Alabama with players, just mass exodus. Everyone's leaving that has nothing to do with I bonds and what we're talking about today, unless by I bond, you mean Isaiah bond who was a wide receiver at Alabama that decided to go to Texas. Um, yeah, no reference other than than that. I guess I mean that's that's actually pretty good. I actually didn't think there was any reference, but I, I came up with one pretty quickly. I guess. Um, but this episode, you know, if you missed the episode and you want to go watch it, feel free. Um, this one's all about i bonds. Uh, I have been pushing i bonds for a while for people to really get as just an, another vehicle to save money into. Right? Like you, you're you're putting money into probably your kids' five twenty nine if you're if you're saving for your kids' college. You're putting money into, you know, investment accounts, retirement accounts. Uh, you're putting money on all these different vehicles. Uh, potentially, even built your emergency fund in a in a high yield savings or a traditional savings account. Today, I want to talk about I bonds and how you can kind of look at them as a another type of savings account. Practically, uh, you, there's a few limitations. We're gonna go over those today. But I want to give you this like this like ask you this question. Have you ever felt like your savings account, it was kind of this never ending battle with inflation, or maybe you felt like your savings account, it looks like it's the same amount last year as it was this year. And as it was five years ago, like it doesn't look like it changes. Well, you're not alone. (laughs) That's how everybody's traditional savings account looks nowadays. In today's financial landscape, the old trusty savings account that everyone used to have used to serve as this like financial safety net. But now it's really more like a sinking ship. Like it's definitely not holding up the value of your money whatsoever. So In this episode, I want to kind of go through that, like what some other avenues. I've talked about high yield savings accounts before, so I'm not going to get into those. High yield savings accounts still have their place; they're still great accounts. Um, What I want to look at today is this financial tool that combines the stability of putting your money under your bed uh, with the potential for some growth that absolutely just demolishes old traditional, you know, rinky-dink savings accounts and just leaves them in the dust, right? These are I-bonds. I've alluded to that before, alluded to it now. These are not just like this average investment account. You could look at it as an investment because it, it does take time to kind of grow and produce. But with I-bonds, you're not just safeguarding your money from inflation. You're also opening up, a whole nother world of places that you can put money and build on your financial future. So today I do want to dive into those. I want to show you how they just might be your savings grace and go through a couple of different things that they bring value, how they can bring value in your life. But it's not all rainbows and unicorns. Obviously, I do want to show you some of the not-so-great things about I bonds that you have to think about. Um, They're not terrible. They don't make them bad investments. I just—they're not even—I don't even want to say they're bad. Even I I might even be—you know—bad myself saying that. Uh, They're just like you need to know about it. You don't need to be caught off guard with these different rules and and requirements uh, that come with I bonds. So many of you have probably heard of I bonds, but. You may not just understand them. So today that's going to change. You're going to understand I-bonds. You're going to understand how you can utilize them. uh, And we'll get started with kind of walking through what they are and then going into kind of those couple little things you need to know about them. um, And then give you some use cases and how to get involved with them. Okay. So that's how, that's kind of how this is going to play out. So let's first start off with what are I-bonds? Well, Simply put, they are these like US Treasury savings bonds. They are completely designed to protect your investment from inflation. They are designed to shield your money from inflation. That's a a big component of them. And, And I say that because their rates, this the interest rates that they have, they vary with how the consumer price index you know, fluctuates. So they are, they are traditionally looked at as this like inflation hedge because as CPI changes, so does the rates at which your I bonds are going to be paying out changes. So, uh, they are, I mean, by design, they're specifically meant to keep pace with inflation. So it kind of just means that your money is going to maintain or retain the purchasing power, that it had when you put them in there, right? So if it was worth a hundred back then, because of how the the interest rates fluctuate, it's gonna be worth a hundred when you take it out. And that so for some people that have a hard time thinking about that, you can you can go look up like what the was the value of my dollar worth today. Think about like Granny saying that a Coke used to be twenty five cents and now a Coke's twenty five dollars almost. Uh, that's that's you know that's kind of what that means. Like like what twenty five cents can get you today is not what 25 cents could get you, uh, 10 years ago, even. Right. So we don't even have to think about granny's Coke, you know, 75 years ago, but I don't even know if Coke was out 75 years ago. Anyways, the, that is kind of their, their point. The other piece of I bonds that I wanted to bring up was that there is some safety. There's the safety aspect that comes with them. And that's kind of one of those things that differ from savings accounts. I'm not saying savings accounts are, are not safe um, they're just less safe, right? I bonds come with this like ultimate security guarantee. Uh, they are backed by a full faith and credit of the U S government. And it, it does like that backing does make them one of the safest investments that you can make, right? It is probably as secure as your money can get. Like if a bank, if a bank went under your money in that savings account goes under with it. I know the the bank is supposed to come out and, um, and think about, think of like, give you some of that FDIC insurance back. Um, Yeah. Uh, Should, that should be how it goes. (laughs) Should work like that. Uh, But not, not always, not always does that happen. So what I'm saying is this, is that these are back full faith, probably one of the safest investments you can get. Um, And, the last thing I want to tell you about I bonds, just kind of like going through this this big thing of what are they, is that they have these like they have a fixed and this like an adjustable rate on an I bond your savings is really just an adjustable rate. Like it's not really a fixed rate at all. Like it's going to adjust as the bank would like it to. Um, that's kind of goes to the second point is that your I bonds are fully backed by government and your savings accounts are going to be backed by the banks and credit unions, uh, or even, you know, managed by the banks and credit unions. I bonds are not as liquid. Uh, we'll talk about that as in this next little segment, Uh, savings accounts are very, very liquid. The liquidity of a savings account is, 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 is extremely high. You can get that money out fairly quickly, fairly easily. So what are kind of those downsides? What are those drawbacks? What are those things that you need to think about? Well, the biggest thing that you need to think about is when you purchase an I bond, there is a mandatory, not an optional, (laughs) a mandatory, meaning this has to happen, but there is a one-year holding period before you can actually redeem your I-bond. So during your first year of ownership, you cannot redeem your I-bond. That's why I said it's not liquid. You can't put the money in there and then six months from now be like, oh, I need that money, let me get it out. Not happening, right? Cannot access your funds until the one-year period has elapsed. In addition to that, if you decide... To redeem your I bond before holding it at least five years, you will face a penalty in the form of forfeiting the last three months worth of interest earned. If this was a maxed out I bond, um, meaning that, you know, you had, you put $10,000 in there and you had to forfeit three months of, um, interest. I mean, you're looking at probably about $200 ish right? 200 ish dollars. Uh, so that's kind of the penalty that you face if you withdraw it before the five year mark, after the initial one year holding period and up to five years, you can redeem I bonds at any time without penalty, right? After the five years, you can redeem it anytime without penalty. However, um, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, best to, to hold it for, you know, as long as you, as long as you'd like, um, it's, it's really meant as a long-term investment and watch that thing fluctuate. It maintains with, with, um, inflation. So it's, it's really, it's a really good place to keep some money if it's something you're interested in. Right. So you can buy up to $10,000 in an electronic version of I bonds. You can purchase an additional 5,000 utilizing your IRS tax refund. And that's a, a paper, paper series, uh, iSavings bond. So up to $15,000 a year. Hopefully all that makes sense, right? That is the the big piece. The big piece is, is just that. Now, why am I telling you about these, right? Like they're not liquid. They're, you know, savings accounts, you know, theoretically. And right now, high yield savings accounts are paying pretty good, interest rates. Why would I want to put money into an I bond when my high yield is paying similar rates? Well, that's kind of, that's kind of what I wanted to, to discuss. Um, I came up with some use cases, uh, four use cases to be exact to talk about like, when would I want to put money in an I bond versus a savings account? So the first thing is an emergency fund. And here's what I think about when I think about emergency fund. Um, you know for a fact that I-bonds are, are traditionally going to pay higher rates than your high yield. Therefore, if you did a fully funded emergency fund, so, so here's, the, here's what I, I recommend for a use case. Get a fully funded emergency fund in a highly liquid account, meaning three to six months worth of expenses in a high yield savings account. If that's not enough, or if you're self-employed, you can either make, put more into your high yield or a use case for an I bond and say, you know what, six months, I want to do six months in, uh, my high yield and I want to do another three months in a I bond. What I want you to remember is going back to what I said before, you can only put $10,000. You can only buy up to $10,000 a year in your I bond, right? So you're only going to put 10,000. So I'm not sure what your emergency fund should be, but maybe you get a fully funded emergency fund and then you put this other 10,000 right to the side so that if you, maybe at the end of the year, you could pull that out of your I bond and put it back in your savings. If you had to dip into the savings at any point, and that could be like your little like refund to your, to your, to your high yield savings account for your emergency fund. Not sure how you want to structure that, but what I'm saying is it's a great opportunity to put some money away that you can't touch it's impossible to touch it right it's like it's like giving it to somebody else Say, hold this for me um, but it's great because there's great returns on it okay so that's the first thing is your emergency fund utilizes it as like this like extension to your emergency fund another thing another thing you can use it for is college savings. So you put some money into your 529. uh, Maybe you are you want to put something that's a little bit more secure. You want to put high growth on your 529 for your children, but you want to do something a little bit more secure that's still going to grow. Go for an I bond. Um, There are some tax benefits when you utilize the money in the I bond for educational purposes. Um, So I bonds, by pure nature, you know they don't have state and local income tax. They are subject to a federal income tax. So, however, if you'll use that money, there are rules, stipulations, regulations. So go to the uh, Treasury Direct uh, and look up what the current rules and regulations on this. But if you use the money under certain conditions to pay for higher education costs, you could offset that federal tax on that on that interest earned as well. So uh, just something to look into, something that could be beneficial. Use that as like this, like more of a safe safe haven for that college savings in addition to the 529. Your 529 is going to grow more, probably going to be invested a little bit better uh, over time. It's going to definitely grow, grow more than your, your, um, I bond would, however, still a great spot to put money so that you can have it a little bit safer, a little bit more, um, um, Consistent in its returns, uh, but you're not you're not losing along the way. So just another good little spot. The third use case that I came up with is retirement planning, and that's specifically for people that um, are looking at something that they want to hold on to that has consistent growth, and especially when you get later into your years, there's a great place to put money. So. Um, if you if you're if you have a you know a really good retirement account and you just want to put some you're getting a little later in life, um, and you just don't think you don't have that much more time for it to grow, diversify. Put that into an I bond. Go ahead and go ahead and put some money into an I bond, and uh, go that route for trying to just build up that extra cash, let it grow a little bit along the way. And that last piece is just wealth diversification. Last use case. Um, they're low risk. They protect against inflation. So your hundred dollars is normally going to be worth a hundred dollars, you know, around about that. Um, over time, there are tax advantages that make you exempt from state and local taxes on the interest earned and they're liquid after one year, right? So they're pretty, pretty stable, pretty awesome investments. Uh, if you've got a little bit of extra money sitting around and you just want to make some extra cash on it, throw it into an I-bond, right? Throw it into an I-bond. So, you can see that they are extremely beneficial, extremely beneficial, and it's one of those things that you you just have to jump into to see that this is something that is valuable. So, I I'm I'm here to tell you that if this is something that you want to get started with, if you're like, tell me more, like I want to know more, um, I want to show you how you can go through. And get started and get involved by buying iBonds so let's head over let's jump into the website show you how to get there and then show you kind of walk you through the steps to setting up an account and purchasing an iBond so when you first head into the website you're going to notice that this website looks slightly outdated looks fake you're probably like wow this is a government website. I don't believe you. You are trying to hack my bank account. I'm telling you right now. This is how it's always looked. So, you head over to treasurydirect.gov. All the instructions for this are in the show notes for the podcast for the video. So feel free to to head over there and actually walk through this. Uh, the first thing you can notice right here on the home page is that. Treasury direct, uh, you can scroll down and you can see what today's rates are. So the series I savings bond is the bond that I'm talking about today. So right now, as of uh, January the 20th, it is a 5.27%. That is for all bonds issued from November the 1st to April the 30th. So that rate will stay the same until April the 30th. Uh, but This is what it is. This is where you're looking. And you're saying, this is what I want. I want a Series I savings bond. So if you wanted to set up your account, you just simply come up to the top and there's a button right here that says, open a new account. So you'd click click open a new account. It's going to bring you over and down at the bottom of the screen, you would hit apply. Now you would go through and say, is this an individual account or entity account? More than likely talking to most of my clients, it's going to be an individual account. So you hit individual and hit submit and then go through and fill out all of your information, right? Just go ahead and fill out all of your information and Once you scroll down and you hit submit at the bottom of the screen, you would be able to go in and purchase your savings bond, right? Your, uh, I series I savings bond, right? And that's all it takes. That's all it takes. And you are on your way to being able to purchase a savings bond. Remember this has to be something that you hold on to for at least a year uh, but it'll grow it'll grow and and keep up with inflation and continue to to bring you some some value to those hard earned dollars uh, inside of that account very very important very very important that you you maintain and you put you know diversify a little bit put money in various places Uh, Super, super important. On their website, they have tons of, under the laws and regulations, they have tons of information about uh, the, the whole entire savings bond regulations to say, this is what I need to know about Series I, so offering of Series I, terms and conditions for Series I, some further reading about all these things their website will give you a lot of the answers to maybe the the educational purposes questions maybe when you're thinking about how to how to best set these up all those type of things are going to be found in their laws and regulations sections they also have the help center that can help you with setting up your account logging in um, going in and and changing ownership redeeming your bonds uh, all of these things everything that you need to know, you will be able to find here. Um, savings bonds, FAQs, tons of things in their website that you can utilize to how can I buy a savings bond? Look at there. Two ways. We kind of talked about these, but the paper bond, electronic bond. So uh, anyways, all these things are here and something that you can go look at treasury direct dot gov and you can find the information you need so i hope you found value in kind of looking through that looking through how savings bonds can help you uh, going through how to purchase those uh, knowing that the annual purchase limit is ten thousand dollars the most you can put in there in a year unless you do the extra five thousand from your irs tax refund but all of these things are added benefits when you're thinking about other ways that you can invest your money Traditional savings accounts are trash. I mean, for lack of better terms, I don't know why anyone would be currently using a traditional savings account. With high yield savings accounts out there paying so much more in interest, I am not sure why, if you still have a traditional savings account, that has not been shifted. Now, I gave you some use cases, I gave you some ways and some reasons why. Maybe an I bond's a great option as a a as a supplemental to your high yield savings. Definitely not telling you to put a, put your emergency fund in an, in an I bond. That's not what I'm telling you to do. But what I am telling you to do is to think about ways that you can maybe incorporate the I bond into your savings strategy. If that means you have a fully funded emergency fund and you just want to save a little extra this year, buy ten thousand dollars, buy five thousand dollars worth of I bond put the money there, let it grow and continue to let that build, continue to let that just, just build, 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 and let it sit there for five years, right? Some pretty good returns. There's some pretty good returns when we do that. So think about that. Think about ways that, that you may be able to make this advantageous to you. Uh, But all in all, it's just another vehicle to put your money in. So that's all I've got for you today. Uh, hopefully you took something away from this. Hopefully you you learned a little bit more about I bonds, a little bit more about how you can use them um, and and really try to incorporate those into your personal finance strategy. Now, if you are struggling with kind of how, maybe how to incorporate this, maybe you're struggling with savings or paying off debt or even get to the point where you can stop living paycheck to paycheck and you just are ready to take control of your finances and make sure you're on the right path, I can do your build your plan for you help you help you build your plan like whatever the case is for you whatever's beneficial to you. Uh, I do work as a financial coach so it could be just what you need to get you started on the path back on the path whatever whatever that case is for you. Head over to thefinancialmirror.org Hit book now in the middle of the screen. Schedule your free consult- consultation today. It's just a chance for us to sit down, talk through what's your situation, maybe how I could help, and then put a package together that'll work for you. If you do want to give extra dose of support of the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop, pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Truly appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. If you are listening, it's on a podcast platform of your choice, Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review and a written comment both go a long way in getting this information out to more and more listeners. Hopefully you took something away from this. Hopefully you are able to put this iBond directly into your portfolio, start utilizing it just to save a little bit of extra cash each year. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.